Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hiddenbrook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. Hey everyone, welcome. On this week's podcast, I am taking you to a visit to Mrs. Takata's Reiki studio. So I hope that you enjoy that. We're here on the big island of Hawaii and we took a trip with some of the other licensed teachers over to Hilo where we were able to visit Mrs. Takata's original Reiki studio and visit her shrine. And I'm even able to lead you in a little meditation so that you can really feel the energy of Mrs. Takata today. Before we begin, I just want to let you know that I have some fantastic news. There is space in all of my January classes. So whether you're considering taking a Reiki class, either Reiki Level 1 and 2 Masters, Animal Reiki 1 and 2 Masters, Karuna Reiki or Animal Communication for the first time, or if you've already studied with me and you'd like to review the class to raise your vibration and just start 2023 outright, go ahead and head on over to my website. There's a link in the podcast notes and register for those classes. If you are considering doing a master class, but the price tag is a little tricky, I've actually set up a subscription plan so that you pay 325 US over four months and cover the class. And that's going to be available for all of my 2023 master classes. You just click a link. It's super simple to sign up for the subscription and pay for your master class that way. And I also wanted to let those of you who are interested, and that's going to be, sorry, January classes are online in the Eastern time zone. So hopefully you can join us. And I also wanted to let you know that I'll be in Australia in March. And I have some fantastic news. The Australian classes are going to be available both online and in person. And so they are in person just outside of Canberra, about 20 minutes outside of Canberra in Roy at my friend Mary's beautiful horse farm. And uh, there are animals there. We've got Peanut, the Dalmatian, who's just gorgeous. He'll be joining us in class. There are horses outside. There are tons of gorgeous birds that join us in class, but we are also going to be able to offer that online if you live in Australia or Asia and want to attend in that time zone and aren't able to travel. So please join us. Go ahead and register for those classes. And then in April, I'll be back at the farm offering a full range of classes at the farm. So hopefully you can join us for some of those. Well, guys, 
I also, in this podcast and in this YouTube, because I'm taking you to the actual studio, I'm going to put a link in the podcast to the YouTube video for those of you who might want to see the, the shrine and, and the the studio where Mrs. Takata originally taught. And I also am including links to some of the articles that the ICRT has published about Mrs. Takata and how she practiced Reiki in case you're interested in learning a little bit more of the history. But just to tell you a little bit about Mrs. Takata before I take you to her clinic, she learned Reiki on, in Japan from Dr. Hayashi. And she's probably one of the most influential people for spreading the gift of Reiki to us in North America today. In fact, I would say that without Mrs. Takata, Reiki probably would have been lost because after the war, even though Yusui Sensei's original Gakkai or school still exists there, after the war they, became, they went underground and became kind of a secret society so that they wouldn't need to be governed by the U.S. government. And Dr. Hayashi passed on. He committed ritualistic suicide after he refused to assist the his Navy in the planning of Pearl Harbor in order to bring um, honor back to his family. And so without Mrs. Takata bringing Reiki to North America, most of us would not be practicing now. Most of us would never have heard about it. So Mrs. Takata is a really, really important person in the history of Reiki. Now, she was born on the island of Kau in Hawaii, December 24, 1900, to immigrant parents from Japan. She married the bookkeeper of the plantation. They had two children, and she was widowed very young with these two children and the work itself was very hard physical labor on the sugarcane plantation she was a tiny woman it took its toll she developed severe abdominal pains possibly appendicitis a lung condition and she also eventually had a nervous breakdown but when her sister passed away she needed to travel to japan and settle her sister's affairs and let her parents know and when she did that she was diagnosed with tumor with appendicitis with these severe conditions the nervous breakdown and they were going to do exploratory abdominal surgery which at that time there was no penicillin this is in the late 30s and so the Surgery may have let them know what was going on, but there was a very small likelihood that she would have survived the surgery. And at the very last minute, Mrs. Takata asked one of the nurses who was taking her in for the surgery, is there another way? And the nurse told Mrs. Takata about Dr. Hayashi's clinic. Dr. Hayashi was one of the 20 Shinpidin, or mystery teaching Reiki masters that Yusui Sensei taught. And Mrs. Takata went to Dr. Hayashi's clinic. She received treatments morning and evening for four months. And after that, she reports that she was healed. She, it really awakened an interest in Reiki for Mrs. Takata. At one point, she grabbed the arms of one of the people treating her, and she 
she pushed up the sleeves of his kimono because she wanted to know what were the devices in his hands that were creating the intense heat as she received Reiki treatments. And he smiled and explained that, you know, that wasn't how Reiki worked and explained a little bit of how it worked. And intrigued, Mrs. Takata spent an additional few months there and was trained to Okaden or level two Reiki with Dr. Hayashi. Now, Dr. Hayashi had brought some innovations to Reiki. He had developed a standardized attunement, which Yusui Sensei had many different styles of attunement. He usually did what he was guided to do in any particular situation. Dr. Hayashi had developed a standardized treatment. He started treating people lying down instead of sitting in a chair, as Yusui Sensei had. And... Um, he also would treat people with more than one practitioner. Now, Mrs. Takata went back, came back to Hawaii as a level two Reiki practitioner, but she wanted to learn more. So she invited Hayashi's daughter to visit her in Hawaii, and Hayashi himself came to escort his daughter. You didn't send a young woman off on her own, but you did send them to travel, and he came as her escort. And so in 1938, he was here on the big island of Hawaii with Mrs. Takata, and he trained her to Reiki master. They traveled around the big island, and he gave ta they gave talks together and explained what Reiki was. And that really established Mrs. Takata as a Reiki master here. Now, that being said, Shortly after 1938, of course, we had the attack of Pearl Harbor from Japan on, on Hawaii, on the island of Oahu. And so there became some resistance or some reluctance to do anything Japanese. And so for a while, Mrs. Takata changed the name from Reiki training to shortwave therapy or shortwave treatment. And you'll be able to see that on her original sign. Mrs. Takata wound up going to the mainland and training and teaching people in Reiki. She even taught at a distance over the phone, as we have been guided to do with our online classes recently. She established the Reiki Alliance and she trained 22 Reiki masters in her time. And it was a really difficult time for her to be bringing this Japanese technique to the U.S. And yet, I really am so impressed with Mrs. Takata's perseverance. She complied with really strict licensing requirements for her Hawaiian clinic. And so therefore, with all of her tenaciousness, her perseverance, her dedication to Reiki, even changing the name when the name wasn't acceptable. Mrs. Takata preserved the knowledge of Reiki and she passed it on. She also brought several innovations to Reiki. The hand positions that a lot of people use, those were not used by Hayashi. The master symbol that we get with Yasui Reiki was an innovation of Mrs. Takata. And these innovations made it made the, the process simpler and made it easier for North Americans to practice Reiki. So it was really, really interesting, the innovations that she brought. And so 
I think that she transitioned, although she was born on December 24th, 1900, she transi just transitioned at just shy of 80 years of age, December 11th in 1980. But she really left a large legacy to Reiki. She's the reason most of us are aware of it and most of us practice Reiki today. And I think that as we think about how much Reiki means to us, I think that we can really appreciate her for all that she's done. I'd just like to thank Mrs. Takata for bringing Reiki to me personally, and I'm sure that you'd like to do the same. We really appreciate you. So without further ado, I am going to bring you to Hilo so that you can actually experience the very first Reiki clinic in North America. Thank you for joining me for that today. I just wanted to bring you on a tour with me to Mrs. Takata's clinic. It's now the home of Klein Natural Health and Wellness Center, and they were gracious enough to allow us to visit Mrs. Takata's shrine and have some time there with you. So I'm going to take you inside, and as we go inside, we're going to go up and do a nice meditation at Mrs. Takata's shrine and feel the energy of this original healing space, this original Reiki healing space. This is the first place that Reiki was practiced in North America. Mrs. Takata taught and treated people on the bottom floor and she lived on the top floor of this building. And you can really feel Mrs. Takata here today. And here on the porch of Mrs. Takata's healing center, I wonder how many people waited on this porch for their treatments or their sessions or even after their sessions or how many people gathered here during classes. It's really amazing to me. Mrs. Takata was born in the 1900s and in the 1930s went to Japan to settle her sister's affairs. She was a tiny woman. She worked in the sugarcane fields and she was widowed with two small children. And she went to Japan to settle her sister's affairs. And while she was in Japan, she had some health issues that led her to meeting Dr. Hayashi, who became her Reiki instructor. Mrs. Takata stayed six months with Dr. Hayashi, working and volunteering at his clinics and taking Reiki sessions each day until she had healed herself and was well. And when she returned here to the big island of Hawaii, shortly after, she had invited Dr. Hayashi's daughter to come and visit her. And Dr. Hayashi accompanied her as her chaperone. While he was here on the big island, he gave Mrs. Takata her Reiki masters. And the two of them toured around the island, giving talks and explaining what Reiki is. And as you'll see on the sign inside, she, Mrs. Takata, actually originally called this a Reiki studio and Reiki healing. But after the war, there was a lot of difficulty where people didn't want to know or have anything to do with anything Japanese. And so she renamed Reiki shortwave healing and in order to westernize it and make it a little bit more acceptable to the Western mind. and. She went on, and it's incredible to me that this tiny woman was able to persevere in the face of 
what must have been tremendous difficulties. As we've been here, we've really been able to feel Mrs. Takata here with us today. She seems really happy that we're here. It's become a very busy center. I know it wasn't as busy as this when she was here with her healing center. It's actually quite a large home and a beautiful space. And it has a very serene and lovely feeling to it. The people who work here also seem very lovely. And it's wonderful that they allow us to come and visit this home and see the shrine that they have set up to her in the hallway here. But you can feel Mrs. Takata's gentleness and her beautiful energy. And despite that gentleness and despite her diminutive size, I understand she was a powerful healer. Many of you know that she taught 22 Reiki masters in her lifetime. She also started the Reiki Alliance, which is still going today. I feel often just a debt of gratitude to Mrs. Takata. So thankful to her for persevering at what must have been a very difficult time in order to bring Reiki to us here in the West. I hope you'll enjoy seeing her shrine. We're going to go inside in a few minutes and I hope you enjoy the meditation. And in the meantime, I am just sending you some Reiki from Mrs. Takata's and just hoping to share with you this beautiful feeling that comes through us. I'm here with other Wakey Master teachers, and we're just all feeling her beautiful energy here. And she feels happy and proud and honored. That we're here and to have been able to have brought Reiki to so many. When we think about how much Reiki has impacted our lives, and I think about this often throughout the day, and I often say thank you, Mrs. Takata. Thank you. So guys, we're in the original Reiki studio of Mrs. Takata. Here's a little shrine that they have to Mrs. Takata with her photo, the precepts, an antikarana grid, peace grid. Here are the original Reiki manuals that William Lee Rand created, along with this story by Helen Haberly. And some of the ICRT things and the Reiki friends teddy bear. And here's a little explanation about her original Reiki clinic sign that Dr. Klein purchased the home in 1986 to convert it to a chiropractic center, but the sign was found neglected in the basement. When he looked at it, the older version said Reiki massage, Swedish massage cabinet bath, and Japanese characters at the bottom. And this is the original sign And then over top, of course, she took out the word Reiki because after Pearl Harbor, anything Japanese wasn't appreciated. There's a guest book here that the licensed teachers that are with me all signed and a little bit of information. 
One of the really interesting things though is the feeling of this place. Now this is the upper floor where Mrs. Takata lived. And so I think I'm just gonna focus in on the sign and I'm gonna invite you to close your eyes, take a deep breath and bring your hands into Gasho, activating the Reiki symbols. And breathe. And as you do that, taking yourself back several decades to a time when Reiki was new to North America, and it was here on the big island of Hawaii that Mrs. Takata introduced it to us. Just imagining how difficult it would have been for a Japanese woman who was born in Hawaii in 1900 and who grew up and worked in the sugarcane fields and she was a tiny woman. The work was very difficult for her. She was widowed young and had two small children. And just thinking about how much faith she must have had in Reiki in order to persevere through very difficult times. Just thinking about your faith in Reiki and inviting the strength of Mrs. Takata's conviction, this tiny Japanese woman who brought this entirely new healing system to the Western world, who created the Reiki Alliance, which still exists today. You can place your hands comfortably on your body. And quite often, as I do Reiki, I can see an image of Mrs. Takata in the room with me, smiling. Just imagine that she's in the corner of your room now, smiling, thanking you for spreading the light of this healing modality in the world. And you may wish to open your heart and receive the blessings and the feeling of the energy from Mrs. Takata today.
And what a blessing that this is now a busy chiropractic clinic and it's still healing people. I invite you to remain here as long as you feel guided. And whenever you're ready, you can return. Bringing with you that connection to Mrs. Takata and her beautiful, peaceful energy. Enhancing your connection with Reiki. Bringing with you a renewed faith in Reiki healing. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Namaste.